evening, my grace. Oh, good evening, Eric. Happy episode 19, Monday. Happy episode 19. How you doing? You have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend. It was a lot of fun. We had uh, trail camp. Hey, we should make a show and we should like talk about things like that. You want to do that? Let's do that. All right. Listen up. I can't find a rhyme for number 19. And that makes me frown. Um, but we have an extraordinary guest tonight, and that turns my frown upside down. Oh, I love it. I'm Eric Idiot Renner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right. Business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. Grace, I, I need you to do me a huge favor. You, you need to step up and tell me to stop doing this rhyming stuff. Because it's, I love it. it's killing me. I, I have nothing left. I love it. You started it and now you need to continue it. And oh my God. I know it's a little bit painful and I'm kind of okay with that. I'm excited to get into the, to the 20s. At least I have different sounds. I don't, I don't, it's very painful. Very, very yeah. painful. You did this to yourself, buddy. How was your run camp? I'm here for it. Camp was amazing. We had craft time. We played bingo. We did lots of running. We did a wine run, a cheesecake run. There were tattoos. You did tattoos. There were tattoos. We had a tattoo artist. Oh She's also God. a runner, to be fair. Uh, so, so we have, I invited a friend of mine. Um, to trail camp and and she's like hey while we're there can i do tattoos i'm like well yeah absolutely so so it was kind of unintentional like you know first off she's a friend also a trail runner and just happens to be a, a professional tattoo artist so yeah we had a tattoo artist at camp what else? we did a lot of stuff it was it was fun it was fun yeah, it sounds fun and it, it looked fun by just looking at all your stravas and things like that of people that i know were there you should definitely make a male female camp. Pro ed. And yeah, that word. And invite me to it. <laughs> invite you to it. I will make um a co ed camp just for you, Eric. Cool. Do you want craft time? Craft time is super fun. I'm all about crafts, especially if it's something I can use. Like maybe I'll make something I can use on the trail. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I, that is part of it. I try to make it something you can use. And year two, we did. Um, taking your old run shirts and just like if it doesn't fit quite right like cut off the sleeves or just if you want to look awesome cut off the sleeves so uh craft time can be super fun how was your weekend my weekend was good uneventful my girls took a uh kind of spur of the moment trip to florida for the next two weeks so becky and i are kidless it's the first time Ooh. we've been kidless in 14 years so uh -huh. we, we don't know what to do with ourselves. It's weird. Yeah. yeah it's okay. interesting. Yeah, you get to, like, you can watch grown-up movies. Yeah, I know, like, with bad words and stuff. It's insane. <laughs> we're, we're naughty. <laughs> yeah. 
You can yeah. watch adult movies with violence. Blood, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, all right, so listen up. This show, uh, Grace, this show is going to be one of our best ones. <laughs> and, I, and I think we can both say that without even knowing what's going to come ahead here. I, I want to give a quick shout out. We actually have a group of runners like at a watch party right now. All right. That's like huh? a first for us, I think. Like there's a big screen TV down oh, in yeah. from the Johnstown Running Club. What? I want to get real big up on that screen. Okay. Focus, focus, Grace. Focus. So big shout out to them, Stephanie Daniels and a bunch of the Johnstown Running Club, which is where our guest is from. So with that, Grace, why don't you bring her in and introduce her? Oh, absolutely. We are going to bring on Kaylee Frederick. And we've had several requests to have Kaylee on because she is so awesome and everybody can't wait to hear her story. Just a quick rundown. Um, I first saw, the first time I remember seeing Kaylee was at World's End when I was uh, volunteering. I, I'm at World's End and I see this very young person coming in with a handheld. I'm like, who? who is that? And she is Oh my goodness, she is doing this with a handheld and she looks amazing. She looks like she's having fun and I want to know her and we get to know her on the show today. Uh, she's been running since she was seven years old. Kaylee, just this year, has run a ton of races. Uh, she did, um, uh, I know she did uh, a couple uh, a couple of uh, races. She did Badwater Cape Fear, which has been on my bucket list. Heiner 50K, World's End 100K. She did back-to-back, -back, World's on 100K, and then Laurel Highland 70-miler, and just finished um, finished Badwater. Um, 135. The notorious race, been around for a long time, and is very famous, and now we're going to bring her on. Kaylee, you're here. Welcome. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you got your voice back. Yeah, I can actually talk now. It's great. It was pretty bad. The day after the race, I, I couldn't talk at all. It was bad. Nice. Because of the, Every, like the sand? I I don't even know. I just couldn't talk. I sounded like a dying cat. It was bad. <laughs> I just couldn't I, talk. I, I'm kind of bummed that we get don't get to hear the dying cat version of Kaylee. I think that would be pretty badass, but that's okay. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So I, I first met Kaylee last, or I guess I didn't meet her, but I came to know who she was last year. Uh, Kaylee was your first, you wanted to be the youngest um, person to finish Laurel Highland 70 miler, right? Last year? Um, I mean, I wanted to run it last year and they just didn't let me in. Because you're too young, because you weren't 18 yeah. yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you you pretty much ran it, you fat ass style. You Did, did you do it a couple of days before the event? Um, I did it in September. Oh, was, yeah. Quite a, okay. Yeah. And a lot of people from Johnstown Running Club came out and ran with me. And so, like, I, I ran the whole thing with different people from JRC. So, that was great. Right. So, you completed it even though you, you weren't allowed to officially register for the race. Yeah. I was like, I'm not waiting for this. I wanted to do it. So, I did it. And then this year you were able to officially do, do that 70 miler and you were, you finished a uh, third female overall, right? Yeah. And I cut off almost three and a half hours off my time from September. 
and that was that was finishing a week after World's End 100K, correct? Yeah, yeah that was a week after World's End. And <laughs> what is it? All right, before we get to Badwater, and you know, obviously, you're the you're the new youngest person ever to finish Badwater 135, the world's toughest foot race. Yeah. Um, my biggest question for you is why do you love ultra running so much at the at the age you're at? Because I think it's it's odd. It's odd. It's odd in a very good way. You're weird, Kaylee. No. No. The one thing I look I look back and I wasn't a runner in high school. I just got a, I got into it later in life. A lot of us did. Some people were. It doesn't matter. But I look back and say, man, I wish I I ran when I was young and you know not healthier, but more fit and in shape. But I really don't think I had the mindset to do the stuff you're doing when I was your age. I, it's not like I was a punk. I just, I learned, you know, you learn a lot as you get older and you kind of want to fight those demons and stuff. So what, what is it that drives you to want to do it at such a young age, not just run, but do these crazy ultras? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I can give you all a little backstory. So, I mean, like she said, I started running when I was seven. Um, and then when I was 13, uh, Amanda, um, what's her, I was Amanda B at the time. She's married now, Amanda Evans now. Um, she asked me to run a half marathon with her. And I, my exact thought was like, I cannot do that. Only the elite runners can run a half marathon. Like I didn't know normal people did that. Um, but she was like, we'll run it together. We'll run slow. If we need to walk, we'll walk. So I ran that and I was like, whoa, that was fun. So um, then I wanted to run a marathon, but I was 14, and literally nobody lets 14-year-olds run a marathon. So um, Kristen helped me find a marathon I could run, and then Kristen said, you know, a uh, ultramarathon is only five more miles, so I did a 50K, and then, you, you, you know, we know how it goes from there. Yeah. Um, you just, the more you do, I, I just kind of want to go and see how far I can go until I break. And I haven't broke yet. So I just yeah, kind of yeah. like to push my body and push my mind. I kind of want to get to the point. I really want to do a backyard ultra to see, like, just see how far I can go before both my mind and my body give up. Because I, I've had points where my body gave out, but then my mind still got me back up. So I want to see how far I can get before both parts completely break. Yeah. I yeah. Limits eventually. That's a, a level of curiosity. You know, that's it's very Lazarus Lake. Very, you know, you don't know what your limit is until you've DNF'd, right? And DNF yeah. physically, DNF mentally. But I think, I think, um, I think one of the parts of trail running for a lot of people is community. And certainly I think we have a community for the most part in trail running that's very inclusive of people of all different ages and um, types and personalities, um, political views, you know, like just, and everybody's welcome. But I, I think that there is a void for young people. So how do you still feel that sense of community? And I'm sure people who are older than you are super welcoming, but do you ever get like, man, I wish there were a couple other people my age, you know, who got my references for Pokemon or whatever. I don't know what's popular now, but like, do you ever, do you ever get that? Or do you have some people around you who are your age? Um, to be honest, I've never met a runner at a race that was my age, yeah. uh, running it. 
but a lot of people say I'm more for my age. I like adults. I like to hang out with adults. So I very much enjoy running with older people because, I mean, adults are nice. Kids my age are mean anyway, so we, we don't like them. Um, I've had I've had people at races tell me not to run and that it's dangerous and unsafe and all this. I've actually shown up to a race, one of my 100-mile races I showed up to, and uh, there was like a waiver. And I was like, should my mom sign this for me? And the race director's wife was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, I'm 17. So she was like, we, we don't have an age limit. And I was like, I paid you and I signed up. So I'm going to run this race. You don't have an age limit. Like I'd run a hundred miler before I was experienced. I knew what I was doing. And I mean, I, I have two things to that point. One, I think running when you're young is unsafe if you don't train properly. Like, right. Like, how I did when I was younger wasn't the best idea. I used I didn't train properly when I was younger. And I think if you don't train, you're gonna get hurt, but that's at any age. Um, so I I don't I don't agree. But I also think you're never promised tomorrow. So like I could say when I was 14, I could have said, I'll run a marathon when I'm 18. First off, I wanna be where I am today if I waited till I was 18 to run a marathon second off who knows if I was going to make it this far anything can happen in life so I think you just gotta do it while you can you know don't wait yeah absolutely and I think there's uh, you know you bring up a good point and I think there there's a difference between somebody who's 18 or, or let's even say 16 and you know the most running they've done is what they do in gym class and they go, try to run a marathon and somebody who's been running since they were 17 and then they try or since they were seven years old and then try to run a marathon. Like there's a big difference between the two. And I think that this is one of the problems, not a problem, but it's one of the challenges of people who don't start running until they're like 40 years old. They start running when they're 40, which is awesome, but they go from 5K to half marathon to marathon to 50K within like 18 months. And that's a lot of stress to go from zero to ultra. Whereas if you look at your running history, even just on ultra signup, subtracting all the stuff that you did before that, you've been doing ultras at least since 2019. So, and your average weekly mileage is right around hundred miles. So if you look at the, the uh, Olympic athlete, for example, right around that 18, 19, 20 years old, they're also doing 100 miles a week. So uh, I think you really got to take in the, the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is you've been doing this for a while. In terms of experience, you've been doing it for a while, right? Yeah. And I think also there's the studies that have been done on young ultra runners. I think there's not enough young <laughs> ultra runners to get legitimate studies done like I, yeah, I I told you I haven't met a single person my age usually the closest runners 20 they're upper 20s usually or most of them are like 40 50 you know so yeah I just yeah. think there's not enough to actually get an accurate study done if that's what you're going to do exactly <laughs> virtually no research out there so and I don't think very many parents are like you know, a researcher comes up to them and says, hey, here's, can we get 20 people to sign up their seven-year-olds <laughs> for running in the hopes that in 10 years, they'll be ultra runners? Like mm -hmm. nobody's signing up their seven-year-old for that. Like, they're like, no, let's do soccer and, you know, like team sports typically. And so um, the, 
I, I don't know that we'll we'll anytime soon get enough research to really say um, one way or the other. But you know, good for you for recognizing also in, along the way that you you've got some opportunities to to do some better training. You know, you said you've changed it along the way. Certainly, <laughs> my training is very different than when I started. <laughs> yeah. Kaylee, do you do you have a coach, Kaylee? I don't have a coach. Coaches are expensive, so yes. No, I'm just curious. How many miles do you roughly put in in a week normally? It, de it depends on what I'm training for, like specifically, and like what races I have coming up and what the elevation is. Like Eastern States training is obviously different than like Pine Creek 100 training. That's just a rail trail. So it just depends on what I'm training for. Yeah. All right. So let's get into why you're here and like this big bad water. Cause I think everybody, I want to hear more about it. I want to have plenty of time to go through the whole, uh, the story of it, I guess, if you will. First off, before that chat gets any farther down and we lose it, I am curious also, how are your feet? Uh, actually they're pretty good. They hurt during the race, but I actually just got back from the gym. I worked out. I feel good. So there wasn't like horrible blisters all over or anything like that? No, I only had like one blister and it actually didn't even bother me during the race. So I like, I didn't touch it. I did nothing with it because it didn't bother me. Mm. Thankfully. <laughs> so I guess the, the first question I would have is did, did everything go to plan? Very much. I think it, it was amazing. People asked me if I would change anything and honestly, I wouldn't change anything about the race. Like I learned things I can do better, but still I wouldn't change them because I think everything that went into it made it the experience that it was and with any ultra it's gonna suck at some point it doesn't matter what you do so i, I mean i thought it was amazing it was great so how much opportunity did you guys actually have or did you have i know your, your mom went out with you she actually paced you for some you had a whole crew um but did you just say like you know let's just go with the flow and see what happens and the whole goal was just to finish or are you a uh, Excel type of person or Google Docs type of person where you had everything down to a T? Um, this one was a very much go with the flow. As long as I'm ahead of the time cutoffs, I'm happy. Originally, I had a goal of 40 hours and I had like the splits written down for 40 hours. But early on, I was off the splits and like I didn't care because this race, I wasn't going to get upset. It was purely about finishing this race. And as long as I was on track to finish, I was fine. And then on the last climb, I asked them what time it was because I didn't have my phone. You know, my watch was set up for running, not on the clock. And I was like, they told me it was almost 12 o'clock. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm actually going to finish in 40 hours. And then, and then I was like, look at that. I, I wasn't expecting to finish in 40. But it was very much go with the flow. If I needed a longer break, I took a longer break. If I felt good, I kept going. Nice. And just to, be, just to be clear, before we go any farther, and I always got to remember this, there might be some people that don't even know what Badwater 135 is. Yeah. So let's back up really quick. Back it, it up. Beep. Yeah. Beep. It is classified as the world's toughest foot race or self-proclaimed, I guess I should say. It starts at 282 feet below sea level in Death Valley is the start, and it ends 8,360 feet above sea level at Whitney portal, which is the trailhead to Mount Whitney. So basically it's hotter than H E double hockey sticks, which makes it why it's so hard. Right. Everybody agree with that? Yeah. yeah. It's on the road. 
I mean, road, oh my, road, yes. road sucks. Road sucks. So having said that, like, how about your expectations? What was it like compared to what you had in your head of what you thought it was going to be like? Um, honestly, it was like everything I thought and more. Uh, I know it wasn't going to be easy uh, and definitely wasn't easy, but it was so much fun. Like at the post-race dinner, I was talking to people and everyone was like, you were smiling the whole time. And I was like, that's because I was so happy to be there. Like I, it was literally the experience of a lifetime. I wasn't just going to walk around hating it. It was so amazing. Like, I don't even know what else to say. It was just so amazing. I mean, it's only what a hundred runners. It's a small group. Yeah. It's like invitational a hundred runners. Yeah. So what do you get for swag? Good. Sorry, Grace. Oh, you're fine. Swag. Um, what you, you get? get the Badwater magazine, which I actually have right here. It's so pretty. We got Ashley Paulson on the cover. Yeah, you get the Badwater magazine. You get a shirt, two sunglasses, arm sleeves, a bag. Um, nice. Chopstick. They give you a whole bunch of stuff. It's crazy. I would wear all of it for the rest the rest of the year. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually, I actually gave Fran and Andrew my sunglasses because I already have bad water sunglasses for my other races. So I thought I would give them my sunglasses. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I got a lot of good stuff. I got a lot of nice gear. <laughs> That's awesome. For the swag or was there another reason? <laughs> De definitely just for the swag. I paid I paid fifteen hundred dollars for a t-shirt. I knew it. I knew that was the reason why. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right. Um Eric, you keep going. I know you have a lot of questions. I, I would love to keep going. Was there like you had to have a low spot, right? I mean, come on. You I, you might have been smiling the whole time. <laughs> when, when was that at? How bad was it? How long did it last? Was it anything you didn't, ex you've, it was the first time experiencing or was it just normal stuff? Um, just sleep deprivation was the worst part. And it was the second <laughs> night, which was a hundred percent expected. Any races I hit, like any hundred mile and up races, sleep deprivation was always the worst part for me. So I knew the second <laughs> night was going to be rough, but um, it, it was what I expected. I planned on taking one 20 minute nap when I got to Father Crowley, which is like eight, 82 miles in, I believe. And then I actually got there in the daylight. So I decided to keep going because I didn't want to waste daylight when I still felt good. So I went to Darwin, which is mile 90. I took a 20 minute nap there. And then between Darwin and Olancha, which is 90 to 118, um, it's a really easy part of the course. It's downhill, it's flat, it's super easy. But I took two more 10-minute naps and one more five-minute nap, which weren't planned. But again, it was just kind of go with the flow because I got to the point where I was like swerving all over the road. And um, I didn't want to get hit by a car or, you know, the road, sometimes there's like a dip on the side. I didn't want to like roll an ankle or something stupid and ruin my entire race. So I just took a quick nap. And then every time I got up, I felt so much better. But. Yeah, uh, it was definitely the sleep deprivation. I never wanted to quit, though. There was never a point where I was like, this sucks so bad, I want to quit. So that's good. So this race, uh, is that me? I got feedback. Um, your crew, it doesn't your crew have to pretty much stay with you or stay near you? Or what are the actual rules for this race? I forget. Um, well, you have to have a crew of two to four people. 
And then they just drive like every two-ish miles. They give you food, water, whatever you may need. Make sure you don't have a heat stroke or anything. Um, so my crew went every like mile and a half to two miles, depending on the section and how I was feeling. Yeah, so they have to be pretty close just for safety, basically, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, yeah, I mean, normal races, trail races and stuff, you get like 8, 10, 12 miles between aid stations. But at this race, you could get so dehydrated or like so quickly, if something goes wrong, you kind of need your crew there so you don't actually die on the side of the road. Did you have an actual fuel plan, hydration plan, or did you just uh, eat and drink when you felt like, obviously, you got to hydrate a ton? <laughs> Yeah, um, well, I use a lot of Tailwind. I love Tailwind. It's so great. Um, wow. But Tailwind, I always struggle to eat when I run. Um, I just, when I run, my chewing and swallowing sensors in my brain shut off, and I just, I'm not good at chewing food. So they just kind of had to make me eat. Like, I left it up to them for food. They're like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, I don't want to eat. And they're like, no, what do you want to eat? So I would just say something. I ate, I think Andrew said I ate like 18 cheese sticks. Um, yeah, cheese sticks are great for me. It's weird, but yeah. I mean, yeah. that's smart, I think, to put the, sometimes to put the decision making with your crew. Yeah. Um, especially if you, like, I'm not great at decision making that far into a race, you know? So you just yeah. let other people make those decisions yeah. for you and tell yeah. you what and, to do. And at the beginning, like when I was running, like I would tell them, oh, I want tailwind, I want water at the next one. But then as it got later, they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't care. Just give me something. <laughs> yeah. And they kept track of like my salt tabs and stuff like of yeah. the time I took them and how often I needed that and everything. So. Yeah, that's that's great crew so yeah. that you don't have to do maths because maths yeah. is hard. Yeah, I guess they actually they told me after. Pretty much every single stop, they wrote down how far I went, what I ate, what I drank, like how much was left in my bottle, so they knew how much I drank. They were great. They yeah. they did they did more than I even knew. They were great. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really like you came into this with a solid plan, executed on the plan, and finished within the time. Uh, you know, give mm -hmm. or take a few minutes, but um, ex executed the plan exactly how you wanted to. And you've had this race on your radar for quite a long time, right? Yes. Yes. Long time. Long time. It's been a dream for I don't even know how long. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. What, what kept you engaged when you're out there? I mean, let's face it. World's End has its rocks and trees and beautiful vistas. Mm -hmm. Eastern States has rocky trails and fun stuff and rattlesnakes and stuff. But I mean, what I picture of it is running on the side of a road and there's desert to your left and there's desert to your right or not desert, but just sand and the heat is beyond hot and you have to just keep grinding for 135 miles. Is that accurate or what? Um, well, to be honest. You've never been to Death Valley, I can tell. It's actually I, so. It's he is so not excited about this at all. You it's, can really tell. No, it's so pretty out there. Like, and everyone who asks me about it, I'm like, go. Like, it's actually so beautiful. Um, yeah, it's not just like pure sand dunes like you would expect. It's actually not a lot of sand dunes. There's a lot of rocks, and the whole way there's like mountains out there. 
but it's not like mountains here where it's just trees it's just rocks and like different colors of rocks it's so beautiful like you could just look at everything the whole time it's it's amazing out there there's pretty rocks out here and there's pretty rocks out there see yeah exactly exactly especially up um the climb up to father crowley i yeah the climb up to father crowley and at the end up to whitney portal like the the mountains are just rocks and like it's mm -hmm. have that here the mountain trees here so it's just so see because i mean i don't know i get excited about that stuff that i don't get to see a lot so <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the way you're talking, you sound just like, you know, all the other people who we have on the show. You know, you're just as excited as every other ultra runner out there. You just, despite your age, you know, just being 18, you sound like everybody else who's just like, oh man, this sport is awesome. And that's this great. This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great that you found it. We do have um, plenty of questions that are coming in. We still have so many things to talk about. Um, How about those Facebook questions? There are some good ones. Yeah, we do have some good ones in the Facebook um, group. That, And if you're not in the Facebook group, and also I, I'm going to plug this really quick. We are live on YouTube right now and live on Facebook. If you're able to join us live, it's always great to do that. If you are listening to us on a podcast, we appreciate it. Um, but it's always great to hop on the YouTubes if you can, because we have great comments that are coming in as well from everybody on the live stream. So you can turn on those live comments and watch them as they're coming through. But all the love going over to you, Kaylee, through the comments, which is super fun. Some of the questions that we had in the Facebook group, I mean, you didn't, you talked a little bit about this, but I want to ask very directly, this question came in from Jen DeVore. What made you decide to run Badwater at the age of 18? And what was your plan going into this race? So you kind of touched on those things, but I really want to dive into, um, you know, what was that decision of that's, I am doing that race at 18, even though it's going to be back to back to back to back runs that year. <laughs> you know, what was that decision? Um, so my, one of my bestest friends, Keith Straw, I'm, I'm sure some of y'all have heard of him. He's like an ultra running legend. If y'all have seen any Facebook pics, he was the one in the pink tutu. Um, that's Keith Straw. I've been friends with him since I met him at my first marathon when I was 14. And ever since we've been friends. And a couple of years ago, he told me, like, I think you could be the youngest runner at Badwater, like ever. And he had done it eight times then. So coming from him who has so much experience and he told me like he believed in me. I was like, if he thinks I can do it, I think I can do it, you know? And so, um, um, well story, the age limit for bad water was actually 19 to apply and run it. And I emailed Chris about it, who's the race director and like just explained everything. And he emailed me back like very respectfully and he just explained that he wasn't going to change the age limit to 18. He explained why. Um, and then I was like, okay, but I was still going to run the other two races just to kind of be like, I care about running and show him like, I'm, I still want to be here, even if I can't run the 135. And then it was either right before or during the application period. Um, he emailed me and Keith because um, Keith had sent in a recommendation for me too, but still he said no. But he emailed Keith and I and said, like after talking with the board again, they decided to change the age limit to 18 
I wasn't guaranteed entry or anything. I still had to apply like everyone else. I still had to qualify like everyone else and get in the same, but that I was just allowed to apply. So then whenever he said that, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this. I was like, I'm going to apply. And the essay questions, like I read through them like 50 times. I had one of my English teachers proofread them before me, before I sent them in. I took it so seriously because I wanted to get in so bad. And then I got in and um, here we are. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. This is my year. Yeah, it's really is your year. It's not even over yet. We're only halfway through, man. It's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. I'm 10 ultras in. It's pretty great. <laughs> I wonder why it was 19 years old. Is that the legal age to vote, drink out there or something, maybe? I don't know. That's um, yeah, in the email, he told me that, well, that was how old Nicodemus was. Uh, he was the previous youngest finisher. Uh, and he told me just because for a couple reasons one it's really hard to actually qualify um before just because there's so many you have to have so many races which mm -hmm. i was very lucky to have i had like just barely qualified but like i did qualify thankfully and it's supposed to be the pinnacle of an ultra runner's career right um, I hit my pinnacle, everyone. Right. I'm going to retire soon. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, I was not happy that it was 19. So I was so, so thankful. Whenever you, it sounds like you had a big, uh, a big part of getting that rule changed, which is cool in itself. I mean, it goes to show you that like, if you want something bad enough, you can not make it happen, but man, you did everything possible other than forcing them at gunpoint to change, to let you in. I mean, seriously, I mean, a lot of people would have said, Oh, okay. And walked away for another year and then came back. But yeah, man, I, I, mean, I didn't want to do that because Nicodemus was 19 and three months when he ran the race. And if I would have waited till I was 19, I would have been 19 and eight months. So ah. by de just by default, I would have been older if I would have waited. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, did you feel any pressure for that, too? Because being the youngest, um, you know, you kind of you want to finish it so that so that you can encourage other young people. You know, if you have a string of young people not making it, then that's kind of a message that like, whoa, we need to back off and, and raise the age limit. So did you feel any pressure to like, oh, I better perform here yeah i i knew i i knew i had to finish just to like show chris and the board of directors that they made the right decision right just, i because I, I mean if i dnf that would have looked really really bad like they changed the age limit and then i didn't look bad i mean you yeah. know you've well, had an incredible year um, yeah, but, but that's, yeah that's I, I had to finish just to like show them they made the right decision and that 18 year olds can do it and I mean, I hope I hope this opens a younger generation. I really hope eventually that a younger generation of runners start coming out. So here's my question for you regarding regarding your age. How much, I guess, when's your birthday and how much did you leave the door open for another 18-year-old to be able to beat you? Like, are you 18 in one month or 18 in nine months? You know, what? how big of a window is there for somebody to do it and it obviously it all depends on when their their birthday is right yeah don't don't tell them no yeah. uh my birthday's in november so i'm like 18 and eight months so okay 
yeah people someone has like eight months if they if they can qualify they've got eight months to, they've yeah. got eight months but it really just depends on when your birthday falls because that's how right. it was with Nicodemus. Yeah. so yeah i'm sure it'll happen eventually i mean man, yeah I, yeah I, mean, that's what I, said. I, I said i'm sure i'm sure i'm gonna hold the record for a very long time but eventually I mean, I hope there is. I hope eventually someone comes in and breaks my record because records yeah, are meant yeah. to be broken. That's right. Well, you got it so uh, far yeah. and um, plenty of ways to go. Uh, more questions from Facebook. I want to make sure we get to these. Brian Aiken says, I'm curious her inspiration to push herself in this way at such a young age. And I think I, I just want to add to this a little bit. So, you know, what's your inspiration to push yourself at this age because teenage years are like man let's have fun mm-hmm. and, like there's not a lot of teenagers out there who are like let let me see how long i can suffer i don't know that a lot of teenagers are doing that may i could that maybe that's the new thing i'm not sure i'm kind of out of touch um but also you know teenagers tend to do things together so your you know your friends are probably thinking of very different things and very different goals so you know, what's your inspiration at this age to, um, to push yourself this way? And also like, what are the challenges of that when your friends are not doing the same things? Yeah. I assume you have friends. Well, no, actually, actually I have no friends my age. All my friends are like runners, like older (laughs) runners. So, but I mean, I'd rather suffer by myself running a race than like suffer from a hangover or something, you know, it's just, I find, I find that more fun. But, um, yeah, to be honest, uh, I I just try to make my pal proud. I figure eventually I'll run something far enough. I'll do something big enough. And my pal eventually see it, I'm guessing, and be say, wow, that's my daughter, you know? Uh, That's all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about, Kaylee, I noticed a couple pictures you had, your your, uh, knees were taped up, right? Yeah. um, So when I was 14, I had knee issues. Um, it actually started from my hips, I guess, because my hips were out of line. And so my iliotibial band would hit into my kneecap. And I went to physical therapy and everything. And she taped them up like that. And she just kind of told me, like, whenever I run long, long things, I should still do that just to mm-hmm. add extra support on my ITB so it doesn't hit my kneecap at all. But you probably saw pictures of my half fallen off KT tape because the yeah, 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 I saw that. I was like half off. Yeah, <laughs> my mom was like, "Are you gonna take that off?" And I was like, "No, I gotta show this off. This is what Death Valley did to me. I'm showing it off, you know." Absolutely. <laughs> so you don't have any injuries that in your training anywhere near recently or anything that have slowed you down at all? No, literally, that was the only thing when I was 14. Um, honestly, I credit that to CrossFit because I think I, I go to CrossFit every day and that helps me stay strong so I don't get hurt. That's a very good thing to say. You should tell all the runners listening that again. Go, go to CrossFit. 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 Not even, not even CrossFit. Just cross-train. training. Those yeah. box jumps. Man, I would hurt myself. Yes. Do some squats, <laughs> you know. Get those knees and muscles strong. Yeah, have you had any thoughts of doing Badwater 135 again yet? Oh my God, yes, I'm going back. Oh, <laughs> as long yeah. as, if, if Chris lets me back in, I will be back next year. Definitely. Wow. Not Gotta go all. for one of these. Gotta go for the big W. Yeah. Gotta go for the big W in the in the future. <laughs> now that you've done it. Yeah, we're going back as long as I get in. 
Nice. Hmm. You'll, you'll get in. <laughs> All right. We got more questions and I'm glad you brought up CrossFit. You've done so much over the years, says Doug Murphy. What are your plans in the future in regards to running, CrossFit, et cetera? And then I have a follow-up question to that. So what are your, what, what do you want to be when you grow up, Kaylee? <laughs> What's your future look like? Well, there, there's two futures. My logical future, I want to be a high school teacher. My reality dream future, I want to be a professional runner. Um, but yeah, I, I go to CrossFit every day with that. And I'm a CrossFit coach too. So I definitely want to keep coaching CrossFit on that end. And then maybe eventually become a running coach. I'd probably get a running coach first. And then eventually maybe become a running coach. And yeah. with running, you, can take you know, over for Eric because he left. He's a yeah. And, and I mean, we we've already said he's old. You know, he won't be around much longer. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Take over. I can hear you. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just I want to stick with it. Obviously, I intend to do ultras until I can't anymore. Nice. Which is hopefully when I die because yeah. I, I don't want to stop running. That's great. Um, so follow up to that, um, are, is there any athlete, um, runner or CrossFitter? So athlete just in general, you would like to meet and what would you say to them besides Eric and me, because we've already met. Um, well, to be honest, two athletes I wanted to meet were Harvey Lewis and Ashley Paulson. Yeah, and I got yeah. to talk to them and hug them and get pictures with them, which was absolutely amazing. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, but someone else I would definitely want to meet is Courtney DeWalter because it's Courtney yeah. DeWalter, you know? Uh, that's um, yeah, I would definitely just want to talk to her because she's obviously one of the best runners in the world and she's always so happy. I've never seen a picture where she was like, look sad or like in pain. She's always smiling. It's amazing. Yeah, I would just yeah. want to talk to her about everything. I just want to know everything. <laughs> We're trying to add that as a part of Eric's training is to get him to smile more. We're, we're, look at that. There you go. Yes. He's getting yes. a lot better at it. Yeah. The, the hair. <laughs> yeah. Ashley, Ashley Paulson actually said that she smiles all the time when she runs because it tricks her mind into thinking it doesn't hurt as bad. It does. There's yeah. science behind it. Smile yeah. when you run. Yeah. Um, you hear that, Eric? I try. I preach that. Even though I might not smile all the time, I preach that to all my athletes. I'm like, just smile. No matter how much it sucks, smile. And Kaylee, like you, it's funny because like you literally haven't stopped smiling since we've we've been on air for 42 minutes. That's because we're talking about running. I know, but it's a beautiful thing. And it's, it is something that can be practiced as silly as it sounds, the smiling thing. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be super happy and, and fake fake happiness really but it's it does change your mindset when you're at those lows and or coming near low and things like that and i know both of you agree with me it's something i try to remind myself when i'm feeling crappy like just put that fake smile on and look happy yay <laughs> eric's always smiling in his heart that's that's a good way of putting it <laughs> it is um, another question. This one came in from the live chat. Kara said, does Kaylee do CrossFit competitions? So do you do CrossFit CrossFit, or do, or do you do competitions as well? Um, I do the CrossFit Open. If uh, You probably only know what that is if you're in CrossFit, but I don't actually go to competitions. When I was younger, I wanted to compete, but I also wanted to be an ultra runner. So I was like, I figured I would have to kind of 
if I really wanted to get good at one, I kind of needed to either pick go to competing in CrossFit or run ultra marathons. And I think I made the right decision, to be honest. So, yeah. And is that uh, the only cross training you're doing? We did have that question um, come through on the Facebook page as well. You know, uh, Jennifer had said, what cross training do you do to stay injury free? Is it just CrossFit or do you do some other things as well? I mean, pretty much just CrossFit. I mean, throughout high school, I played like sports and stuff. I don't know if that's considered cross training, but just CrossFit. Nice. Yeah. But even that, like at her age and I, we keep saying how young you are, you're not, you know, you're an adult now. You're not that young. You're not a kid anymore. But it's still, I think it's still, you know, more important for somebody middle age to stay up on doing all those other activities that work the different muscles than somebody who's youthful and, and, uh, you know, just all around stronger and has youth behind them. But, you know, you're, you're a good example of it. It shouldn't really matter the age. You should still put the time in and it shows in the performances you're putting out too. Yeah. Well, and if I want to run when I'm older, I kind of need to stay healthy now. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. We can keep going. I'm curious. I want to talk a little about Eastern States coming up and and Black Forest, too. They're your next two big ones, right? Sadly. Uh, Yeah. I have have Rachel Carson in between them, though. Oh, of course you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the Rachel Carson. On the Rachel Carson. I'm there. Yeah. I'm doing the 50 You're mile. You're doing it? Yeah. Yes. That's so good. Me and my friend Marissa are doing it. She's running her first one, and I'm running the whole thing with her. Nice. Hang out for like five hours afterwards, and you'll see me finish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when is that one? I August 26th. Yeah. August 26th. Yeah. Oh, so that's right after Eastern then. Hey, I got two weeks. I have two yeah. weeks. You can do my race in between, um, the one that I racetracked. It's in between there. Yeah, exactly. And then the weekend after, it's either the weekend or the two weeks after uh, Baker Trail, I'm doing a uh, hundred mile. Yeah. Pine well, Creek. Pine Creek. Oh, so you're doing Pine Creek. Sadly, I'm doing Pine Creek. That one. Yeah. <laughs> nice little flat one to cool down with. I'm sure glad you're not loading your schedule up too much here. I'm not. Listen, as a coach, I know you hate me. Just for no, no, no. Hey, don't you put words like that in my mouth. I would just say it's amazing how much you, how how much uh, you're putting in there and accomplishing. Nope, not one. And it's summertime, so uh, are not that you know. Not everybody needs to do this, but are you going to college? Yeah, I'm going to UPJ. Nice. What is that? University of Pittsburgh at Johnstown. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not originally from Pennsylvania, so I have to ask these things. I didn't go to school here. Okay. So University of Pittsburgh of Johnstown. Um, and are you starting in the fall? Yep. Okay. You all sound right. so excited. You're getting all your running done right now before you start well, school. Well, I actually have uh, ultra in September, two ultras and October, one ultra in November, one ultra in December. And I'm trying to add three more in so I can get 20 ultras for the year. So I'll be at 17. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice round number. Yeah. What are your goals for like Eastern States? Is it, are we just going for finishes still and experience a good experience for the day? Yeah. Nothing more? Definitely. Yeah. I know to be honest, I'm kind of excited to see 
while their bad water or eastern states is going to be harder because they're so different and i know they're both such hard races so i'm excited to see which will actually be harder and it's going to be it's going to come down though it's going to be harder for you in mm -hmm. one way or another not necessarily you know it's so hard to compare races it really is well, yeah and it depends on the person because yeah. i mean that's just straight road running in the heat versus a super difficult trail race so right we'll see right. we'll see and how i mean this question came up in the the facebook group kevin scott had asked how did you prepare for running in so many different environments hot and humid versus hot and dry uh, you know, road versus very rocky um, technical trail. You're kind of hopping from race to race to race. So how are you varying or not varying your training to adjust to all those different uh, situations? Yeah. Um, well, before I did World's End Laurel Highlands back to back, like I was doing a lot of trail running. And mm -hmm. then after I, I, had, I had heat training mixed in all there after I got in in February, but then that was a lot of trail running for that. And then between Laurel Highlands and um, Badwater was a lot of road running and just straight up all the heat training. I did a lot of sauna work and I did, I had, I got a sauna suit I would run in. I would run in a lot of layers and everything. And you can't really mimic it here in Pennsylvania anyway. It's still always gonna be hotter out there. But what I did helped. If I didn't do any heat training, it would have been miserable. Um, but yeah, so now I'm going to get back on the trails and hammer out more elevation. Pretty much the rest of my races are mostly trail, I believe. But road is easy to jump on because I don't have to worry about stuff. It's just painful because it's road. <laughs> That's all. Now, do you, so do you have a trail name? Yeah, um, I have like, so my, my little kid trail name, some of my friends used to call me Thunder. But then some of my other group of friends called me Kaylee Dactyl, but those are very old, very no, old. So no. I like them. I like Thunder. I like Kaylee Dactyl. I'm just like I just listening to you talk. You're kind of like the Swiss Army knife of of running right now because you can do a little bit of everything. So just throw that into the mix because Swiss okay. Army knife. Yeah. I think that fits. It's Perfect. a little bit long. She might yeah. want to wait for something else to come along. Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> I doesn't even know what a Swiss Army knife is, Grace. She totally knows. Yeah. You see, when I think Swiss, I just think Swiss cheese. I actually don't know what Swiss Army knife is. Cheese is better. I like Swiss yeah. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so you sound like somebody who's who's very um goal driven. I guess you know you you wanted to be the youngest girl to finish this Badwater 135, and you did it. Is there anything any hint you can give us as to what's on your mind for your future? as far as big stuff that might excite us to look forward to or is this all kept undercover no y'all can know i have nothing set in plan like for 2024 yet i'm still deciding but uh triple crown of 200 cocodona 250 right. uh grand slam of hundreds western states yeah. that's a lot of the big things i eventually want to get done but nice i can give you some ideas if you run out of any just uh, yeah listen that's only four ideas i'm gonna need more <laughs> yeah, big yeah. I, I think we could throw some more in there we could like iditarod throw that oh. in there isn't there a isn't there a, a collection of winter races i i feel like there is because my one my yeah. old friend rachel who ran bad water she did some crazy winter race yeah there, there's like three or four of them that are put together iditarod's one of them 
I, mm. And there's one that you have to do. It's one that like you have to qualify for Iditarod, but there's another one that's before that. We can figure this out. This is we'll yeah. figure out for the next 40 years. I just thought there's something crazy. There's this, this big, huge one coming up this winter um, in the local north. Oh, yeah. What's that called? What's that called, Eric? PA. It's uh, it, It'll test your mental capabilities for 24 plus hours. You you said you wanted to do a, a, a last man standing. So, I mean, I, I you said all these big races, but I heard nowhere about an idiot runner event being on your list. And uh, Okay. Well, um, eventually an idiot runner event. Also, another big one that actually is actually crazy is Barkley. Yeah, that's a good one. Who, yeah. who doesn't want to do Barkley, you know? Yeah, but, that's a good goal. UTMB. Yeah, so yeah, stuff like that. Man. Yeah. Wow. I'll just hit up Harvey Lewis and say, hey, get me into Barkley. Yeah. yeah. Put them all, put everything on the list. Yeah, Let's do L- literally. I've got, I hopefully, I hopefully got a lot of years, you know? Yeah, hopefully. Well, it'll be fun to watch you. Um, are you are you on social media? Do you have people following you? Let's get you some more friends. Yeah, everyone, follow me on Instagram, Frederick.Kaylee. I post all about my races and stuff. Aww. You're probably going to be Sidewater about exciting. Oh, wait, you cut out Frederick.Kaylee on Instagram. And yeah. that's where you post about, about all of your races. Did I miss anything? You got okay, perfect. All right, so follow follow Kaylee, follow us on the running mullet. We are on the Facebooks, we're on the grams, we're on the YouTubes. Where else are we, Eric? Well, I don't know, we're everywhere. I mean, Kaylee, we are, we are in Hillsboro next weekend. That's where we are. Yeah, we are very huge fans of yours, and I mean that. I am Grace's the whole um run for life Facebook group mullet runner running mullet whatever we're called <laughs> um we're we are all big fans and we would love to have you back on the show maybe at the end of this year if you you know after your big races or maybe if you get that 20 ultras completed to talk about that i mean that's i mean just saying that it's a huge feat in itself so yeah. and sometimes i like to have somebody on the show who um can talk about famous runners with me because eric doesn't he doesn't know any of the things. We can, you and I can talk about yeah, Harvey. No, Bailey, she's pretty you famous see, now. You see, I, I like to follow the big runners. Me too. I, I, mean, I want to be those big runners. Like I want to be just like them. So I, I will them. never be just like them. But I'm gonna follow them anyway. Yeah, I never said I would be just like them. I want to be just like them. Yeah, yeah, they're super nice anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you'll have to come back so we can talk more about all your fun stuff happening. Yes, I would love to. Y'all are the sweetest. Y'all are great. Absolutely. I can't even tell you how many people are like, you need to have Kaylee on the show. I'm like, we're working on it. Just yeah. hang on. She's about yeah. ready to do bad water. Let's let her, <laughs> let her focus on that first. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all can bring me back on at the end of the year, whenever you want next year after I do bad water again, whatever you feel like. <laughs> we'll take you up on that for sure. Seriously. Like you, you're a good, uh, your inspiration for a lot of people and um, it's good to have people like you on all the time just to remind some of us older people that uh, you know that we can keep doing the things yeah we can do all the things I, I don't know but the biggest thing that sticks out for you and you know you want to be the first at all these things man you got to be the first finisher at Berkeley you really do first female yeah. finisher 
Yeah. Well, think, well when, when Laz said it was impossible for a female to finish, I was like, yeah. oh, imagine being the female to prove him wrong. Mm -hmm. Imagine. And you can, you, you get our race directors to change rules and stuff so much. Just reach out to him and tell him what you need done to get in the race and take it from there. Yeah. Say, hey, just actually make Berkeley only like a lap this year instead of five. We'll just do yeah. one, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're yeah. awesome. I love your attitude. And thank you for taking the time to be on with us. It means the world to us. Yeah. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Thanks everyone for watching too. Uh, Especially my John Time Run Club watch party. I love you guys. <laughs> we'll see you at Eastern. I'll see you at Eastern States at Tombs Flats Aid Station. So make sure you give me a hug if you have time to slow down. All right. What? I, I'll be going slow. What? What? Do you know what number aid station that is? Every mile sixty-two ish, hundred k. Mile sixty-two. So probably about the time I want to die. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You can. You can come give me a hug. I'll probably just stand and you. You can come yeah. to me. I'll shove the food in your face and tell you what to eat, just like you need. Yeah, exactly. ah. thank you. <laughs> you should have Pedialyte. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Give me some Pedialyte. Done. Done. You're the greatest. You tell me you're what flavor and it'll be there. Great. All right, done. You're so great. 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 Yeah, <laughs> Pedialyte. It's yes, it's so much better than Gatorade because it's not as sweet. Ah. Like Gatorade is so sweet. Uh huh. That's good to yeah. know. Throwing out the tips. Yeah. I, I love it. I actually just learned that at World's End. Yeah. Actually, they had Pedialyte and I was down in that stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> well, you're you're a great coach already, Kaylee. Can't wait to see everything that you're doing. And um, can't wait to have you back on. Thanks, everybody, for following along. And, Eric, we're, uh, we're both going to be busy next weekend. Yeah, you're going to be up at my house. This coming weekend, this coming weekend, Idiot Runner event uh, gathering. Yes, super exciting. 80 plus Idiot Runners will come up and do loops for uh, certain some miles. Yep. And if you're following us on YouTube and if you're following us on Facebook, you may see some, some live stuff pop up there. We'll see if we're able to pull something together. So you'll have to... You'll have to um, follow us there if you want to see anything live. I think one way or another, we're going to have a live show on Saturday. Might not be for hours and hours. Might yeah. might be for an hour. But, yeah, we're going to have something in the afternoon, kind of have some fun. And that will be posted beforehand on a on the YouTube uh, channel so they can uh, watch or whatever, wait for it. Right? Yes. Right. All right, people. Kaylee, thanks again. You're amazing. Awesome interview. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Y'all are the best. Grace, you're okay. Um, you too, Eric. You're all right. <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, you're growing on me, buddy. Oh, like a fungus? <laughs> yeah, you're like a fungus. Perfect. With that, I'll see you at episode 20. Woo! See you guys. Bye. Bye.